The problem summarized. What do you see when you see a problem? Do your problems have two sides, or is the problem seen as multifaceted? If two people debate an issue, they get the problem two sides. The more people who enter the debate, the more diversified and nuanced the problem becomes. As debates continue, even the bilateral format is lost in minutia. The more complex the problem becomes, the less likely it has a cause. How can we solve a problem if the problem has no cause? If a problem has multiple inputs, it is not a problem. The so-called problem is a symptom of something far deeper, and this ultimate source of the symptoms is the problem. If homelessness is due to unemployment, low wages, inflated housing values, lack of supply, and so on, homelessness is a symptom. Symptoms of a problem, or what might be better referred to as the meta problem, cannot be solved by direct action. Increasing the supply of homes will not help solve homelessness if wages are too low for people to afford a mortgage, or there are no lenders willing to supply mortgages to people earning that level of income. Providing mortgages to buyers will not help if the borrower has no job or if he has unreliable employment, and so on. A symptom with multiple inputs is a systemic issue. All secondary problems are symptoms of a failed system. Homelessness, debt, inflation, taxation, crime, and so on are symptoms and secondary problems. But if the system is the problem, it is because the system is viewed as the solution, at least for a good number of persons. The system is the people who live it, but the people are not a single mass. Is homelessness a problem for a slum landlord trying to rent out 1,000 substandard units? Too often, we view homelessness as a problem without understanding it is also a solution, or at least an opportunity, in the eyes of other persons. We cannot begin to understand what the solution is if we think problems are systemic or grounded in the system itself. The system is a tool and a mechanism we use to get things are done. Problems originate in the heart of man. Problems originate as solutions to something. The meta problem goes far deeper than the system in use. To solve the problem, we must first of all understand we are looking at things from a perspective that not everyone shares. There are no problems in reality. Mankind makes a situation into a problem because he decides he wants to change a situation that exists. There are others who do not want the situation to change and who do not see the situation as a problem. This is how wars start. We need to understand humanity is not homogenous. Nor are we all disparate individuals, each with our own customized values and concerns. There are two races or two realities. These two perspectives cannot be reconciled. There is no problem that is common to all of humanity. There are two ways of life that conflict, and only one is going to win the war for reality. The problem needs to be solved. But if the problem is the other person's reality, a reality that is shared by millions, there is a way of life that has to be lived. 
There is a way of life that is evil, it cannot be anything else as it is inversely related to the real world. We cannot tweak our way out of this dilemma. A new election is not going to fix anything, never mind a new set of policy objectives. Solving a meta-problem does require a rebirth, an adoption of a totally different way of seeing things. A solution is apocalyptic to the problem. If the problem is an entire race, imagine what they think of the solutions we propose. To even get to the point where we are ready to solve the meta-problem is point the seeker has to embrace morality as his or her value system. Moral persons see reality as a war between good and evil. But good and evil is not a contest between two different moralities. The war is a war between morality and ethics. It's a war between two different realities based on two systems of justice. Ethical systems codify opinion into acts or laws enforced through physical coercion. The moral solution to unemployment is to do what is right. The legal solution is to do what the law requires. If moral persons would do what we are morally required to do, homelessness would no longer exist, because doing what is right takes us deeper than the problem itself. Morality targets the source of evil, which is greed. Eliminate greed and one is a moral person. Eliminate greed and one has eliminated all moral problems. Legalists will then wish to know what a prioriens intend to replace greed with. A legalist views homelessness as a spectrum, a problem with many elements spread over many degrees of severity. In reality, there is no homeless problem, there is homelessness. Homelessness creates problems and homelessness is a symptom of a much bigger problem. Secularists see a range of issues and errors all leading to a state of homelessness, and they see a whole range of problems flowing from homelessness, but they cannot see the problem that lurks beyond their vision. Because secularists understand their problems are multifaceted and complex and beyond the reach of individual initiative, sapiens feel the best solution is to demand the state do something about everything that befalls them. It has been noted that sapiens view homelessness as a problem, but they also view it as a solution. Homelessness reduces inflation and corrects the upward pressure on wages. Why is drinking and driving illegal? but no law bans driving and smoking. Sapiens come up with various arguments about why one behavior ought to be illegal and another illegal, but law is ad hoc and piecemeal in application. It cannot be proven that one thing ought to be made illegal, but not another. There is no reason why all persons must be housed or made prosperous. These are symptoms, and they express a particular perspective. If taxation is a problem and homelessness a problem, how can we fix one without worsening the other? The problems secularists contend with are symptoms and symptoms cannot be fixed without addressing the meta-problem of greed. Only the Bible truly understands the problem and the solution. The problem and the solution is mankind. But mankind is not a single mass of individuals, we are divided into races. 
The problem is two races with two distinct ideologies that cannot be reconciled. One race is motivated by greed, and greed cannot be reconciled with grace. Greed is justified by the sense that one is entitled, but grace gives one the sense that one has been given more than one has earned. Sapiens believe that in every human lurks a demon. Good and evil is in us all, and no one has the right to judge others. We are all motivated by greed, in other words. The best option is for you to do to others, before they have a chance to do to you. Scripture tells us that good and evil are two different peoples or races and two different realities. We are all in sin, but through Christ in us, some have been freed by grace. To judge us all with the same measure is to deny the sacrifice of Christ and the grace that has freed us of the greed that motivates those in the flesh. The good live by grace alone. The division between good and evil is not in man, but between the races of man. The problem is not a flesh problem or systemic problem, but a racial problem. There are two ways of seeing the problem because there are two races with two distinct ideologies. For those in the spirit, the problem is the flesh. The problem is the people who live in the flesh, but Christians do not believe this. They prefer to internalize the problem and think the problem is in all of us, denying the grace that was given to them by Christ. The solution to human problems is to live in the spirit and do works of faith. The works of faith builds the church. But the church is a way of life divorced from the people of the flesh. Christians say they struggle against the flesh, but the flesh is a race. This race and the struggle are eclipsed by grace. Evil imposes costs on others because evil is motivated by greed. Greed puts property before people. Christians have no right to what others create. We have no right to impose costs onto others. Socialism and the state are evil because they are parasitic. Parasites put flesh before faith. Socialists solve the problem of homelessness by stealing wealth to build homes for the homeless. They are too greedy to use their own money. The state robs Peter to pay Paul to solve a problem created because Simon robbed Paul. The problem of greed cannot be solved by manipulating who pays what. Only the moral duty we have to pay our own way, because grace precludes the externalization of costs, solves the greed problem. But until we solve greed through grace, we as a society will be governed by greed and we will continue to manipulate the symptoms of the problem and never deal with the real issue that is the sapiens race.